dick butt. You know, you really want to talk, though, about having answers. Oh, yeah, I know. I don't have an answer at all. Dave has yeah. tons of answers. He just I... doesn't know them right now. <laughs> He'll get to them eventually. That's my academic career. <laughs> yes, it is. City. Struggle City. Remember when, I, remember when I used to sing in the beginning? I forgot. I remember when you rapped. I still have all I don't those think I files. Rapped. Oh, you did. You did. Rap. I did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's I have so that bad. It was one of the worst things I've ever heard. Did <laughs> I sound super white? You, you, never, you were so white, I had to put sunglasses on. <laughs> in West Struggle City, born and raised. And then this happened. I didn't do that. But you, you have to let me listen to it after this. On the playgrounds I where I spent most of my days. Chilling out. Relaxing, yeah. recording all cool, shooting some people. bullshit <laughs> outside of the school. We're up to no good. Why are you struggling over here in my neighborhood? <laughs> I got in one little fight. My mama got scared. Said you're struggling with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. <laughs> oh my god! Let's move on quickly. Speaking of instant classics. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about classics today. What makes a classic? What are classics? What should be classics in terms of books and movies? And TV shows. <laughs> yes, and TV shows. And this was actually Casey's idea, kind of, but it was also Dave's idea way in the beginning. It was my idea first. I don't want to participate in this after that. Well, too feel, bad. I feel gross. You You're on to. this boat unless you're jumping off Swim. and dying. I'm already Sweet. dead. <laughs> I died when you were singing that. <laughs> we were rapping, actually. It was actually a rap. <laughs> it was poetry, okay? <laughs> like fucking slam poetry? <laughs> it, was, it was dumpster poetry. <laughs> well, most poetry is dumpster poetry. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> not like poetry. So poetry is not on Mrs. List of Classics. <laughs> no, it is not. Actually, that's not 100% true. It is 100% true. You heard it here. No, that's it's really not. Because right. there's classic poems. So, I just don't like them. Like, what would you consider <laughs> to be... I don't like this aggression, Dave. <laughs> the, Stop the, gesturing at me, Dave. <laughs> the epitome of a classic. Put your hands down, Dave. <laughs> uh, okay, so... <laughs> Hands at 10 and 2. Good job. Let's just say I'm Horatioing it. <laughs> Stop it. It's oh not the only God. fellatio I do. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay. Horatio fellatio. Yeah, no. I, okay. I, anyway. Um, so. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, so I'm wondering then if like the criteria, criteria for being a classic is the same for all types of media. I think so. Yeah. I think regardless of the content or the, or the, the format, uh, relevance and i guess context too how well it can Mm -hmm. fit into any given setting in a decade i think that is like a huge factor in what makes a classic yeah Yeah. because you you need to be able to relate to something no matter what like outsiders Mm -hmm. yeah i couldn't relate to that but i can see why i can see why people do I don't know if that's really considered a classic, though. It is. It is. is. It? Yeah, it, it is absolutely considered, considered a classic. That's interesting, because I wouldn't consider it a classic, honestly. I wouldn't consider it a book. <clears throat> Oof. Hot takes with Casey. <laughs> fucking smile. Just <laughs> the way you looked at him, you're like... <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I agree. Uh, re- uh, the level of relevance then and now. So like when that, it was written and 10, 20, 30 years, whatever later. That also brings in the question: When does a book become a classic? Air, air quotes a classic. Yeah. Like The Outsiders that was written during the eighties. I don't know. It's your favorite book. No, s- shit, seventies. I think. Hang on, I wrote it down. Because that movie came out in the eighties, yes, so it, it did. couldn't have come did out really? at the same mm-hmm. time. Yeah, well, Patrick Swayze was in it. Yeah, it was, it was an 80s gangbang. Uh, oh, no. I what? Re- it was set in the 65. It was set then, but he was asking when it was When it was written. right. I got that. But... Oh, okay. Everybody talk while I look stuff um, up. Yeah. Um, Movie came out in 1983. 1967. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it, was, it was written two years after it was set. Oh, okay. Well, it was published two years after it was set. Right. 
Um, yeah. Because nobody wants to listen to women. Oh my god. Well, that's why she. <laughs> S- had... S.E. Hinton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Fooled um, my eighth grade mind. <laughs> I don't even think I considered it, honestly. Like, the author at that point, I was just kind of so involved with the story. But, see, the idea of a classic for me, um, yes, it has to be relevant, but it's it's more about, like, the personal mm. aspects of it. Like, I have to be able to, like, it has to be able to touch me in a way that other books or movies haven't. Okay. In order for it to be a classic yeah. in my head. Yeah. But I know that's not how it works yeah. for Because I, I, I think it has to have just a huge impact. It has to have a huge public impact, huge yeah. public appeal. Because the first thing that came to mind for or me... Even, or even controversy. Like, yeah, it, doesn't, it can be a negative or right. positive. Like, um, Will, like William Burroughs, uh, his book Naked Lunch. He uh. wrote that after he accidentally, you know, he, well, not accidentally, he was high as shit and then murdered his wife. Yeah, and then that book is basically like a little autobiographical in that aspect because the the author or the the character in the book does the same thing. <laughs> so that's kind of a huh. classic because there's all that behind it. It's controversial and it carries a lot of weight. Yeah, like Ginsburg um, and Howell. That's but see, there are some classics that just don't deserve to be classics, in my opinion, because of how bad it sucked. Catcher in the Rye, for example. Oh, that's an awful book. It is, it's but for awful. some reason, it's considered a classic. Catcher in the Rye is the um, coming-of-age story, correct? Yes. Okay. But Hardly. I th- it, again, it's be- I think it's more because of uh, Salinger, just because of how like reclusive and mysterious he, he kind of made himself be. Mm-hmm. And there's more about him almost ascending to this weird legendary status. But, okay, so then it's more about the author <laughs> instead of the actual context and in the story yeah. that's not fair in terms of what makes a classic in my opinion yeah i think the book is really junky and doesn't really offer much to anybody it's no. very much set for the people that were of that time mm-hmm. it's not generational everybody's a phony everybody's a phony and fun fact jd Salinger's son matt Salinger, uh was an actor was in revenge of the nerds he was ogre no way. Yes. It gets weirder. He was also Captain America. <laughs> Fuck that. In the, oh, in the first two. In the first two. The ni- in the, 90, like the late 80s, 90s adaptations. Yes. Arguably more successful than his dad, in my opinion. <laughs> fun fact. That is um, a fun fact. So I want, I want to complicate things a little bit, like right off do. the bat. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, no, you're not. No, yeah, I'm not. So if, if this idea of not being able to separate literature from the author... Uh, in order for it to be considered a classic, classic okay. is a very light term. Mm-hmm. Um, would would you still consider Catcher in a Rye a classic because of the author? Or are we... I think it's one of those instances where the author has too much, is shadowing so much over his own work. Because nobody talks about his other works. Correct. No. Nobody no. talks about Nine Stories. Nobody talks about uh, Franny and Zoe. Everybody talks about Catcher in the Rye. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it just the two are just so intrinsically linked. Well, it was also banned for a little bit in Right, because of language. Right, yeah. so that was like a big and, thing, and too. And hookers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hookers. He didn't have sex with her, though, right? No. Uh, he tried to, like, talk down and belittle her, and then her pimp came in and beat the shit out of him and took <laughs> his money. <laughs> I didn't remember that part, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> so Never read it, I so this is a trip. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember there was something about a carousel, wasn't there? Besides the cover of the book. Uh, what? Like he yeah, ran he away. took his sister to it, I think. Okay. So, yeah, I, I, haven't, I haven't read it since freshman year of high school. Yeah, because it was stupid. It was awful. It was. It was so bad. The next thing that comes to mind. Now, this is a personal opinion. <laughs> so it's wrong. I don't like Jane Austen. But. That's fair. I understand the importance of her work. I don't know anything about Jane Austen. She's basically credited with one of the first right. novels. She made a successful career out of writing the same book like six or seven times. I remember yeah. everybody saying how much they hate her except for one person who really liked her. Yeah. Who's that? Dom. Oh, well. Yeah, it's, it's the same story over and over and over again. While I agree that if it was just once, <laughs> it would have been once is fine. fantastic. Mm-hmm. But she just kept recycling tropes and archetypes. And even plots, essentially. Yeah. 
Yeah, the only one that really differs at all, I would say, is Emma. And it differs so minusculely that it's minuscule. I would say Mansfield Park is a bigger deviation. That was my other one I had yeah. in mind, too. And I actually Park. kind of enjoyed Mansfield Park. Mansfield Park. Mansfield Park. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely was a serial killer. Poor Rampelli. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, um, um, back to... But I, I feel like she has ascended to that level of importance that her oh, yeah. novels She's very are much not... on the pedestal. It's, it's the fact that she created the novel. So then is she the classic or are her books the classics? Both. I because I feel like this is one this is another instance of despite the artist being linked to the product, they've both kind of reached they both that have step. ascended and they've they've yeah. become separate. Because when I think Jane Austen, I think strong independent woman, uh writer. You don't need no man. Yeah. <laughs> and, until the last act to wrap up the story. <laughs> exactly. Because women can't make money during this time period. Mm. <laughs> And basically, uh, an inventor of a, a, the novels. Yeah, inventor of a genre. Yeah, an entire genre. Um, so that's what I associate with Jane Austen. But her novels, I only associate marriage plot, um, classes, uh, discussion. Classes, classism hits you over the head. Over and Every over again. page hits you. She ran through the, the mud. <laughs> yeah because that's wrong that's going back to earth that's returning to the earth that's returning to nature oh my god i'm reading too much into this and i didn't even read this oh it's so bad <laughs> <laughs> like uh there's probably like two out of her seven novels that are i would consider to be truly classic but okay so she's an example of how she and her work are both classics right. compared to like the outsiders where the book may be a classic but she's not no she's forgotten as yeah. he yeah. is legit forgotten like yeah. she wrote other books she wrote one other book that I know of. Uh, Rumblefish and oh. something else. That was not yeah. Mrs. Nail. Yeah, Sans, I don't remember yeah. what Which the other is, one it's is. It's garbage. Hmm? Absolute garbage. Yeah. And, and that's, that begs another question is, was The Outsiders a fluke? No. No. I, mm, all right. Anyway. So, I feel like even Jane Austen, this this monolith of a human being in classic literature had one maybe two decent novels where she really hit hard mm -hmm. but the rest of them were all flat and i would say pride and prejudice she yeah. she she did the marriage plot really really well and she did relationships very well mm -hmm. um and because it was neater than sense and sensibility yeah. yeah and i'd probably argue for emma because no, that's, that's not exactly marriage plot driven it is more relationship driven yeah so I would argue those two, she really knocked it out of the park, but the other ones all fell flat, but they're all well-known. Mm -hmm. And I forget where I was going with this. Not, uh, not being a one-hit wonder. Mm -hmm. right. Like S.E. Hint. Right. Um, the, I'm trying to think. Uh, Shelley? Mary Frank Shelley. Mary Shelley. Uh, one-hit wonder. Mm -hmm. She struck gold with Frankenstein. She created a genre. Yeah, absolutely christened it and knocked it out of the park. Right. But what else do you know by her? Know that she Nothing. died eventually. Yeah, <laughs> she died, and that her she, there was a weird thing going on with her and her husband and another poet. I forget his name. Bird, I believe. Byron. Byron. Yeah. 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 That they were all in the. That's that's when Frankenstein was created. Yeah. Was that this weird slumber party? Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, and they didn't take her seriously and. Well, yeah, because you know, woman. Yeah, but look what she created. So then, uh, go ahead. Oh, I was also going to say that her parents were also very famous writers. Yes, they were. <laughs> so, like, and her husband, for some reason, Percy Shelley got a lot more. He sucked. Yeah, I hated him. Although I think I think he was the one that wrote Ozymandias, which is a really good poem. I disagree. I like Ozymandias. I disagree. I disagree with you liking it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oof. Okay, so then one hit wonders then to to kind of go in the complete opposite direction so if you were to look at like stephen king mm -hmm. what classics who arguably peaked in the 70s sure mm. big peaks well okay so out of his like dozens upon dozens it. so you would consider that a classic yes so my first thought would be the shining 
Ooh, okay. Mm. My well, okay. my first thought would be Carrie. Carrie's a stronger contender Carrie, yeah. than The Shining, but I'm going to still argue for it. Okay. Because mm-hmm. Carrie is his first, mm-hmm. or one of his earliest. Yeah. It feels like the culmin like the this is the peak. This is where he peaked. Okay. Despite my love for the Dark Tower series, it's it's got its issues, but like I I still think as a contained story, it is the best he'll ever be. And I've also just recently read The Shining. Most of The Shining is great. Some parts of it are stupid. And I can see why Kubrick did the things he did when he made the movie. <laughs> Pissed him off. And it made the movie all the better. Mm-hmm. Like, the movie was good. Killer topiaries are not fucking scary. No. It was stupid. Harry Potter did those. And it was stupid. <laughs> but there's an incompleteness to The Shining. Well, I mean, you don't have to like it for it to be considered a classic, though. Right. No. So, like, when it comes to Stephen King, and, like, if you were to argue between It and The Shining, mm-hmm. which one's a classic? It. I, I like It better than The Shining. But did you read the book? No. I did not. But the thing is, like, It was also just re- remade, like, redone. Like, they, so it's obviously still relevant. Yeah. It the film. Yes. Right. Let's clarify that. Yes. Because we went <laughs> from talking book. about books to talking about films. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, distinguish between Doing the two. Quick, but quick. I feel like when people think about like The Shining versus It, let's just think about the movie then, for example. Mm-hmm. They would think of It as being this horror movie. Which, yes, The Shining is too, but it's more psychological. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. But it's different <laughs> horrors. Yes. The Shining is horrors of of a, of a paternal relationship, and it is the horrors of childhood and growing up, mm-hmm. and moving on, or the inability to move on in some cases. Mm-hmm. I, I will still contend that even the, even in film form, um, you know what? No, <laughs> yeah, because in film form, The Shining is the stronger contender mm-hmm. because it's a more solid, more concrete idea. More than killer, sexy, space clown thing that could be anything. And it's already stood a lot of the test of time. Mm-hmm. It's already it's already been weathered and, you know, drawn out. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's it's already cemented itself pretty well in history, film history, mm-hmm. um, as a, a good all-around film. It's one of the greatest horror films ever made, The Shining. Yeah, so I I'll also, argue with that. I also feel like if it's, um, if it's been, like, made fun of, or like used as like a parody in like other TV shows. Oh yeah, because imitation is imitation is the highest form of flattery. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. like, I'm thinking of like South Park. They did a whole thing on The Shining. Oh, with the blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. That's, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, I feel like if you make it on South Park, you, you're, you're pretty solid. Yeah. At least now. Like you don't you don't see good lampooning of it a lot because that's a tough one to do. Mm-hmm. You can make references. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. The, Shine, the Shining has a lot more to work with, I think. Yeah. And it's because of how relatable it is. Because it's not... Well, you said the uh, father-son or father-child relationship is yeah. like the, the concrete, the center. Yeah. And the idea of isolation in and, general. And isolation. Yeah. Those are all fundamental to a lot of mm-hmm. classic writing. And it's a great contained story because it's all at the hotel mm-hmm. it's it, it, minus the bits where you're jumping back with uh dick haller and the chef oh, but shit. see i i think that <laughs> a lot of classics deal with that psychological aspect mm-hmm. like they really get in there like in compared to it it's not really this yes it is psychological but it's more like here's this entity that is going to attack you know what i mean versus like when you're at the hotel everything was fine originally and then the psychological horror started yes for the movie, yes. Mm-hmm. It, the book, delves into the, psych- the psyche of all the characters, mm-hmm. of all the kids. You get to know these kids. You get to know them as adults. And that's why I still vote for It, the book. Okay. Because it not only does it build a fucking world, it builds this town, it builds these people. Mm-hmm. And they are, for all intents and purposes, they are real people. And I will argue that they are realer people than... Uh, Jack Torrance in The Shining. Sure, sure. Yeah. I couldn't finish that book. The Shining? Yeah, I was so bored. It's great. 
I, I think it's a great, I think it's a great book, but it's it's not. It. No, I see. I see what you're saying. Like mm-hmm. it is a more complete bookend. The bookend, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a yeah. contained universe, while the Shining novel is not as complete. Right. Where there like, are it, sequels that yeah. come before and after it. Is there no, it's prequels, right? No, it's sequels. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Doctor Sleep, Doctor and then Sleep's um, a sequel. it's a sequel. Um, so there is an expansion upon that. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't complete there. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's well, not necessarily. No, The Shining is a complete story. But they they, they found that Doc, they can Doctor continue. Doctor Sleep's it on. a cash grab. Yeah, but they can continue on the story. Like how how could you continue on it? You can't. You, you can't. Can. Can. Pennywise doesn't die. But why would you rewrite another story? Like, it's it's fine on its own. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't... Yeah, it doesn't need anything else. But but Pennywise never died. Yes. He shows... He he peeks up in everything else King has written. But that's the point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He shows up in Dreamcatcher. He shows up very briefly during the Dark Tower. um, Although the Dark Tower is infamous for all their freaking cameos. Dark Tower's great. I want to read it. I haven't gotten to it. Bonkers. (laughs) Harry Potter also makes a reference in there with a golden snitch. Oh, yeah. In the Dark And Star Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Star Wars, then, King. for example, like, that whole franchise is considered a classic. Ooh, and I can tell you why. <laughs> because it's because the, the hero's, hero's journey. journey. <laughs> and it's the easiest thing to formulate a story around. Yeah. Cause Harry... Also, Star Wars aped off of Akira Kurosawa. Yeah. Big, big, big time. But it did it better. Well, more successful, I yeah. should say, because better is Cause it's Kur- subjective. Because Kurosawa's version, The Hidden Fortress, is a great movie. It's funnier. It's more exciting. And it comes down to this. Uh, I, I feel like just the idea of just having sequels and it's yeah, franchisability. Franchisability um, detracts a little bit from it for me mm-hmm. for classic for for being a classic because yeah. you have to continue adding on and reiterating. And adding well, on to this lore. It wasn't going to be. He had, he had the first three scripts written. Right. So, and that was where he... I think that was it. That was his intention, to end it there. But then he got a bug up his ass and decided to do a prequel trilogy. No, he, no the bug up his ass started... The uh, George Lucas's ass started when he released those, ex, those redone versions of the original trilogy. Yeah. That's what started it. Because he realized that the technology was there... To just fuck up everything. Yeah. Yeah. And and, it, and that's how we got the prequels, and <clears throat> that's how we got this new trilogy. It comes down to the hero's journey. I feel it's, like that's what made it a classic. Was and the uh, original Campbell's, three, yes. And Campbell's stamp on it, saying that this was a very good modern modernization of the hero's story. Because Joseph Campbell did put his yeah. thumbs up and his Cause, approval. Cause that, that's his theory, that's his... That was his bread and butter. Yeah, and he had him. He fucking had him on set mm-hmm. while he was writing the shit. So it's like he's he's pulling this information from the guy. For the who, original three, yeah. <laughs> for the not, original, not three. doing not during the writing of the prequels. But then, okay, so the movies are considered classics. Mm-hmm. But what about the books? Because I don't ever hear no or. Books. I thought there were. I thought there were books. There's novelizations. Of yeah, the there's movie. not. There's there's novelizations of the movies, but then there's the extended universe. Yeah. Which are oh, for independent. For sake, I hate Star Wars. And that's no long and no longer matters because yeah. Disney went, "Fuck you, independent writers. Mm-hmm. Your canon doesn't matter to the right. story." Like people that love the movies enough wrote their own editions. I could have sworn there were books. But... There are books, but they're yeah, just, it's like novelizations yeah. of the movie, which is just a script in novel form. Yeah, okay. for more money. Everything's <laughs> oh, about money. All right. So, what about Jaws? That's a classic. Um, it's awful. You hardly ever see the shark. Because, I, again, it's all about the psychological. I, I think it's a good classic movie because of you hardly see the shark. And then the score on top of that. I feel like it's a good suspenseful movie and it's a good... Well, that adds to um, Star Wars, too, because the music behind all of that... John Williams. Yeah. Second most uh, nominated individual mm-hmm. under Disney. Jaws is three hours of bullshit and a fucking cello. It's my dad's favorite movie. Bullshit and a fucking cello. But it's a classic. Yeah, and I, 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 again, I can see why, but 
I also dislike Steven Spielberg tremendously. That's I, fair. I think he's kind of a hack. What about The Notebook? Awful. <laughs> That's a classic. It is a classic because people love mawkish, touchy-feely Hallmark soap opera bullshit. I, mm, I feel like in the movie... Yes, I'm going to be very specific about The movie this. is a classic. The movie is a classic the because writing it's, is forgotten. it kind of re-jump-started this idea of romance films. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it gave them a new formula to play <laughs> it with. It jump-started the idea of putting two white people on a poster and just putting them close enough to kiss, but not close enough. I've, it's, it's what Jane Austen did to the, the novel, I believe mm-hmm. the notebook did to romance. And not well, it was also it. that idea of like forbidden love. Yes. Because they didn't want her to be with him. Yeah. And also, nobody wants to talk about Nicholas Sparks because he's a crazy Christian nutjob. Yeah, so we'll just ignore the books. The movie is where it's at. <laughs> well, it's funny because uh, the way that it started, like, if I had just if I had just watched The Notebook, like, for the first time recently, I probably wouldn't like it. Because the whole beginning, he was basically going to kill himself Mm. unless she went out with him and that is against her will she did not want to go out with him and he made her do it so romantic (laughs) but it's it's not (laughs) so john green (laughs) so yeah i i wouldn't like that idea now but you know no it's it's the idea of a story within a story too though yeah because the whole thing is from her journal or whatever you're right there yeah yeah i'm dying it's fine (laughs) don't die on my sofa I'll die on the floor. That's where he masturbates. <laughs> I don't want to damper that. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I'm trying to think of other... Um, Alright, so, I guess I, I want to explore this idea of the author versus the novel. Mm-hmm. Um, and less of a one-hit wonder, but uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald? Gatsby. Yeah, yeah G- Gatsby. Um, He's very much a one-hit wonder. Oh, what was the other novel he wrote? Um, exactly, you can't even think of no, it. No, there's a name. Tender as, <laughs> Tender as the Night? No. Um, um, the Damned and the Beautiful, or something? Is Dan- that the title? No. I might get, I'm confused with another author. It's like about God. That's helpful. That's super Shit. helpful. That's right. real great. Uh, anyway, so... We'll put a pinpoint in this, so and I'll like, come back. Hold on. So my idea of like a modern classic, and I, something I think... Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it's still somewhat relevant. Maybe, I wouldn't say long, it wouldn't be any more relevant than maybe like 10 years down the line. But I know you love it to death. Oh, oh God. What? Call Me By Your Name. Fuck you. I was thinking of another novel. <laughs> what were you thinking of? Um, well, the Did novel. Did you already forget it? No, no, the novel. <laughs> I don't remember the name of the novel, but the, the one that I was thinking of, This Side of Paradise, does not fit up. I was thinking of okay. the one in uh, uh, Frankenstein, and that was previous to Fitzgerald. So mm. it was just a, a mix-up of people. Coming <laughs> by Your Name is not a classic. I think it has the potential, because it. I think it's tremendously relatable to a lot of people. Uh, homosexuality aside, uh, Elio and his introversion and his anxieties, yeah. I think, are ridiculously relatable and i think i think if it has if it has a wider audience yes well let me ask you this question because in school mm-hmm. you read a lot of classic books yeah and um <laughs> uh so then would you, do you think that that would ever be taught in a school i think it could absolutely be taught i think you're nuts i think it absolutely could be taught i think you're crazy why because because he, he jerks off into a peach I don't think it's too crazy for college. Yeah. For college, maybe, but high school, not high school. Absolutely not. For college, well, depend, I guess it depends on the high school. They wouldn't be able to. They're no, not they're, mature enough for that. For, they wouldn't understand. The, but, what but books yeah. are on the banned list because they said fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah, I, th- I think it could absolutely be taught in a college <laughs> setting. But I, and I, I think, like I said, like maybe 10 years down the line, it'll, it'll reach some sort of larger status maybe like an lgbtq yeah. plus class or some of the same vein yeah because i've never it's, read it it's but. not like it's exploitative it's not overly explicit but I, I, 
It's interesting. I, I will say I agree with you with uh, the anxieties. Mm-hmm. That was very realistic and very relatable. Yes. Um, but other than that, I, I really don't think, I think that will be a classic. Because you know what? It's been out for some time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I feel like it would have already made a bigger impact than it has. I mean, it has a sequel, too. Okay, but let, okay, let me ask you this then. As much as I, I don't think this is a classic, but it made a huge impact being like the fucking Twilight series. That made a giant impact and everybody it knew could about be. that. It it shouldn't, but yeah, it could be. It could be. It could be. Um, because it's like it's a, it, but it's it's, a it's, love al- story. it's also very dated. Yeah, I don't because but of the it's fact that it's so dated. It's, it's it's a niche classic. But my point being it made a huge impact, mm-hmm. and everybody knew about it. I don't really think... Well, it, made, it made an impact, but it's shallow, stupid, juvenile garbage. But it made an impact, is what I'm saying. Call Me By Your Name did not make an impact. Yeah. I think within communities it did. I doubt it. I doubt it. What's your point, Dave? Okay, so on this idea of making an impact, would you say the Harry Potter series... It's unfortunately become a classic, yes. Ten yes. more minutes. <laughs> um, it's unfortunately become so, a classic. But it also touches a lot on corruption in government and classism and racism. and. It's also kind of like a coming-of-age story. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, it, it has all those potentials for... The cl- it has the and it, ingredients for a classic. It, it was... It, and it's easy for people to grasp onto and inject yeah. their own meanings into like um great gatsby i feel like that's another one that is really easy to inject meanings into oh yeah and but great gatsby at least has a point great gatsby has a a place i saw the reddit it's pretty it's okay i mean all right so in that same vein what's the point in the place of like the lord of the rings because those were a like, absolute garbage writing, it, in think, my opinion. I think the point for Lord of the Rings has passed. And that's why Harry Potter is a thing. That need for that fantasy world. And the, still it being be, like because a it's, it's Yeah. Okay. Because it's, it's kind of like that idea of trends in fashion and music being cyclical. Trends in literature are also cyclical. So the need for that fantasy world that need for that heavy escapism is there so then i wonder uh is that the reason why the bible is also a classic yes because yeah. it's it's, oh, it's dumb myth- mythological escapism but to some people it's real right and and all those mythologies used to be real to people yeah the bible is so a the, perfect example of so, uh, free verse and mm-hmm. the hero's tale and well hero's journey it's like it has all the culminations of mm-hmm. what would be considered a classic <laughs> and honestly it's just it's going to be mythology somewhere down the line i don't know because so, something even mythology. more ridiculous will take its place i don't know I, it's been around mm, for a long fucking time i agree with missy but i also think that the current trend is nothing non-religious mm-hmm. so i think the next uh part of the cycle is going to be nothing hopefully logic yeah that's like science, science. <laughs> hopefully yeah that's that's the trend yeah um but oh, i had a i had a point what was it gonna say well, hi lex hi hi lex close the door please thank you dude oh little visit from casey's nephew that was adorable <laughs> oh my god um, we were talking about religion and the Bible and science. Oh, uh, but, uh, but all right. So, but but in for science to take a spot again, uh, the Dark Ages would have to happen. I don't really want to live through that because that's again cyclical. We're getting dangerously close. We are. We are on the cusp. Um, <laughs> and back to what I was going to say: this, the idea of the sick the cycle and the Hobbit verse uh, and Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. The Hobbit was well. The Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings were kind of a direct response to World War One, right? Because uh, Tolkien was in World War One, exactly. So they were inspired by that. Mm-hmm. 
Harry Potter, I believe, would be a direct response to corrupt governments because there was a there's a, there's a heavy government theme. There's where... a heavy government, but I'm but also th- I'm later. also thinking, well, yeah, but because you have to build up to those themes. Yeah, you can't just like. But even but, um, but it kind of did in Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit. Because that was a very different era, written for a different audience. Mm-hmm. Harry this... Potter was written for kids, and Harry Potter, I, to in my mind. Right, the writing of Harry Potter was a direct response to J.K. Rowling wanting to make money. Um, she was very close to suicide at that point. Yeah. Like, she she was... She had no money. She had a daughter she had to take mm-hmm. care of. She wanting, started writing this as a bedtime story for her on a napkin. Wanting to make money. I, I would yes. agree after five. Sure. After, the like, fifth on, yeah, it was all about making money at that point and completing the story. And trying to do it in as big of a book as possible so you could charge a little bit more for mm-hmm. it. Well, the fifth book is where a lot of the political bullshit came around. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was also her getting her message out at that point. Mm-hmm. Or what she believed at that moment in time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> her true views have started to come out. Uh, but I believe that that theme was... She wrote it during the 90s. Yes. Which was a huge response to communism um corrupt governments the start and the fall of this idea of democracy and the republic um and that's kind of like when we got our second in america anyway our second impeachment impeachment when clinton yes and um this idea of morality and stuff like that started to really come up so it was a more complex idea i forget where fuck i'm going with this because now i'm just going off um but corrupt. The main point is a corrupting government. There was a change in tide. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more about inclusion, mm. and <laughs> yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> CSA, you made yourself angry. <laughs> the idea of the novels <laughs> were more about inclusion, and and so on versus. But even then, and it is from what my I have a limited knowledge of the books, basically just from the movies, because mm-hmm. I can't be bothered to read the stupid books because her writing bothers me. Okay. Um, there's not much inclusion. Even even still, like wizards are still just a very segregated population. Yeah, it's. There's... Well, that that was half the problem. Like with the whole um, political aspects of it, they wanted to keep them separate Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then in comes voldemort who's just magical hitler and wants wants to keep things pure Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and even um in the more the more recent films uh fantastic beasts and where to find them Mm -hmm. they're great Uh, (laughs) first one's fine i didn't see the second Second one is horseshit (laughs) um first one's fine but this idea of uh what's his face Grindelwald. Uh, Grindelwald. Wanting to break down that wall and allow mm-hmm. muggles or nomadges and the uh, wizards to be together, mm-hmm. but with the wizards on top. Right. So well, he, if we had cameras, anyway. it'd be so different, he, in, right? Instead, yeah, it yeah, would. Instead, <laughs> instead of just magical Hitler, he was just kind of, he wanted that caste system. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, let, let's let's get back okay. um, because I, just out of curiosity, would you want to move this into the idea of like music and bands and what would make like a classic? No. no? Okay. That I feel like that's more nebulous yeah. than a novel or a yeah. film because music is much more taste driven. No, not even that. It, it's just it musical taste and musical styles and. Just what is music is too populist determined. There's still like a yeah. handful of people that you could pick out to say are classics. Could you? Yes. Today, no. Today, no. No. But there's there's a it's tough. I mean, we don't have to talk about it. Well, like, well, it's fine. I guess I guess the one thing I would bring up is the fact that. Music, although it is cyclical, there is no direct criteria of what is considered a classic. No. But that's it's just, why we would just, discuss. 
Well, I'm, I'm just saying, there's like with novels and books, there's how influential it is. Yeah, how there's themes and ideas and archetypes that can be. You, you know, can find themes and ideas in lyrics. You can, but I, f- I, I feel like there's different criteria between the two, and then music just moves too, too fast. My only argument against it is what I, what I think of a classic is like Bach, Mozart, yeah, um, instrumental. The so one, the ones that started everything yeah but if you were to look at certain genres like rock you would automatically think of like specific bands who are considered to be like the classics of that genre which i tend to not agree with anyway right yeah and also like too much of music is stolen and appropriated stolen's a heavy word yeah Yeah. i mean it can be (laughs) reused and recycled but that's as well as movies and books because there's only so many ideas people can come up with. Mm-hmm. When when you said classic rock or rock, mm-hmm. we'll just use rock in general, I guess. Uh, Elvis came to mind, the king of rock, right? But most of his music themes sucks. Mm. <laughs> no, no, um, you're quite wrong. But Me? most Elvis is horrible. If if we're looking at it fr- from an objective point of view. <laughs> He took a lot of his music and instrument instrumentals like from the blues, from African Americans, mm-hmm. Harlem. A lot of that was inspired from jazz, and th- even the way he danced was yes. also inspired heavily by that too. And, so it's and not by some cripple kid. <laughs> Looking at you, Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it's it, it's more of a a skyscraper than a town you know what i'm saying yes like films and movies are a town they all kind of live together in this weird plane it's it's easily demolished and rebuilt yeah the skies the music industry built upon itself Mm -hmm. to the point of it's it's almost monolithic it was just an idea yeah we were discussing it yeah okay so to get defensive. I'm not getting defensive. Calm down. Everyone You're hysterical. <laughs> Casey, calm Jesus down. Jesus Christ. Alright, so then keep going then with um, books and novels and movies. One book that I had to read for my Britlet 2 class, White Teeth. Oh, Zadie Smith. Yeah, Zadie Smith. I would consider that a classic now, and it was only yeah. written about 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Why does that sound so familiar? Um, I might have mentioned it before. What is it about? Um, there's these really yes. white teeth. Thank you. I mean, yeah, there's a dentist in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's about a lot. It's it's like a love story, and it's also about racism and science. It's there's a lot going on in this book. Okay, so oh. then that would make sense as to its relevancy. Yeah, uh, there's actually a quote because we read it right after we read Frankenstein, mm-hmm. and like I, oh no. No, I take that back. We read Frankenstein first, and then we uh, read White Teeth. Get your shit together, Dave. Dude, I could barely remember what I did yesterday. <laughs> um, but it, it it heavily implies that science is the new way, and at to pursue new knowledge at any cost, which is fine. Yeah, yeah that's like one of the big themes in it: uh, pursuing knowledge at any cost. Experimentation that's what, on humans. That's a really good theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, experimentation on humans. Yes, actually, that. specific genetics. <laughs> that was the theme because it's so crisper. Some bitches. <laughs> I have that highlighted. I remember thinking, I'm going to write my paper on this, and then I didn't because I wrote it on Frankenstein <laughs> instead. Yeah. There you go. But yeah. I quote it, white teeth. And <laughs> Good job. That's for Dave. But I think that's going to be like uh... an instant classic because it was pre 9 11 too. Okay. And it was, um, yeah, it was pre 9 11. So nine ten. Was it pre nine eleven? Yeah, yeah, no, no, it was pre nine eleven. <laughs> Shit. Alright. Don't quote me on any of this. <laughs> Alright then. Let's um, just sit here and watch David delve into madness. <laughs> as he eats his own brain. Um I think that just went right over his head. Yeah. yeah. What, I don't know what's going on. He's too he's too lost in himself. <laughs> What's going on? We were laughing at something else. I, ma- I made another funny. Oh, I wasn't paying attention. Nope. I was too busy trying. <laughs> yep. 
Oh, oh wow. shit, now I lost my point that I was going to make. <laughs> Damn it, Dave. <laughs> you stupid's contagious. <laughs> Alright, so what about uh, Titanic? No. That's considered a classic. It is a classic, but only because it made fucking millions of dollars. It was like... It's based off of a true story. What? Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Shut up. My, like, great-great-great-grandmother was supposed to be on the Titanic. And then she didn't go. It's like Romeo and Juliet on water. But worse. Better. <laughs> yeah, there's nudity. Everyone dies. There's some great nudity. Yeah. And also everybody dies. Not in Titanic, Rose lives. Yeah. But at least Jack dies. Yeah. And that was definitely on her intention. They both no, could have fit on there. No, they couldn't have. It's not about <laughs> that. It's about the weight. They would have. It would have. It would have gone under. He's not. He was third class. He didn't eat that much. They tried, and it started sinking. You moron! I was too busy paying attention to the nudity. <laughs> I'm thinking about it right now. <laughs> anyway, it's great. Okay. Um, okay. So, what about like classic like horror movies? Um, easily the thing. Psycho. Psycho, sure. The I, birds. I, mm, I would go Psycho over <laughs> the birds. But I, I would the say bird, The Birds is a classic, The though. Birds is more funny. But The Birds is a classic because it's the first, like, big movie to not use music, right? Wasn't that, like, its big thing? Like, it, there's no music in it at all. I don't remember specifics, but this kind of brings... I, I thought of something else. Um, Alfred Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. Like, was he a one-hit wonder? Or did he have several... Yeah, he's got a few. Because the, the only other one that comes to mind other than Psycho and the Birds is The Rope. Vertigo. Uh, North by Northwest, which is my favorite by him. Okay, so he, he's more of a... Um, Austin. Rear window. Would you say he's like Austonian? No. Because he, he defined a genre? He didn't define a genre. He expanded it. Because he he showed more that there's also... That you can include psychological horrors then there's you can have really layered sympathetic villains in norman bates Mm. or in a flock of birds um and that it's if you want to get the best performance out of your actress uh, fucking abuse her (laughs) have birds actually attack her looking at you tarantino um no he did this oh i i know yeah I'm also looking at you, Tarantino. <laughs> what did Tarantino do? Didn't he do something in Kill Bill? No. I can't think of anything. Alright, never mind. I retract my, my accusation. Silence of the Lambs classic. It's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the other movies in that series... are awful. Right. So <laughs> what makes that one a classic compared to the others? Uh, because it was the first one. And all the other ones tried to ape off of it. And that's why they tried to imitate and copy it. Even uh, Thomas Harris, the writer of the books and the movie, and the, the one that created the idea, uh, everything he wrote after Silence of the Lambs was just aping off Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. And then we got a huge redemption with Hannibal the show. Yeah, I'd say if they didn't cancel it, that would have been I would have been a complete classic, and it's. Still, I mourn that loss. Still so, so man. Yeah. Season four would have been Silence of the Lambs. Abby's upset too. Sorry to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of other classics. Mads is best Hannibal. Um, uh, Sound of Music. Here's the thing. It's bad. It's awful. And I can't. I can't think of a lot of people that can sit through the whole thing I've and, never seen it. and say it's good. I like it. You're wrong. I like Fuck the, you. <laughs> I like the songs from it, because that's about all I know. I, I can't comment on the movie itself, but I really like... Julian Andrews. It's tedious mm. and fluffed. But it, it it's also kind of about World War Two. Yeah, fine. Nazis. Meh. Which was bad. Not, not We get it. No. Nazis bad, but the hills are alive. With the sound of music. Hmm. Oh, could that be considered a prequel for Silent Hill? No. No, it couldn't be. 
Why not? I don't, know. <laughs> I don't think Miss knows Silent Hill. So then, then all right. So you're bringing up Silent Hill, but I feel like this is a topic for another day. Um, if video games can be considered classics, Zelda, Mario, Donkey Kong. Yeah, I want. I want to because I want to attack the same criteria for books and movies onto that. But yes. like you say, video games, like classic video games, those are the three I think. But you, those are those are icons. Those aren't the games themselves. Okay. So okay, I thought Legend of Zelda was a game. That that is a game. That okay. is a game. That's Legend of no, you said you just name names, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But I'm gonna but also jump Legend off of that. Zelda is a series. You know, that's also not like a specific one. Okay. Ocarina of Time. Yeah, that's a classic because that's a fully realized story, and that also helped to like revolutionize gaming. Because it was one of the first big 3D sandbox games. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll stick to movies and books then. No, but I think you could stick the same criteria because it's story based. Yeah. Because I, I would want to, I would want to like dive deep into the way games have gotten so cinematic and character driven nowadays. Like, I don't mind the character driven part. Like with God mm. of War and ones like that. God of War. I'd even... Dad of War. <laughs> Boy! That's how I got my nickname. <laughs> and, even, and even as much as I dislike superhero stuff, that, that new Spider-Man game, I, I want to think yeah. of that as becoming a classic just because of... it was, it was a, it, Even though it was dumb Marvel writing, it was, it was a good story. It was a good, dumb comic book story. Well, then, in terms of superheroes, I'm kind of thinking, like, because they're all pretty much the same. They're all very much the same. Yeah, and I, I'm not a big fan of superheroes in general, but, like, I don't see the Avengers becoming a classic. But, like, if mm. I were to think of... What? Oh, go ahead. Okay. If I were to think of, like, superheroes who are classics, I would think of, like, the first ones. So, like, Captain the f- America. The f- no, the... Superman. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I... No, I'll... Say the the first Avengers could become a classic because yeah. it did something that a lot of movies couldn't. Uh, it it was like a climax to establishing. No, no, I, I would disagree on one one thing. It didn't do it well. It didn't do it well, but it did it. It was it was the first to do it. I'd argue that Infinity War and Endgame, Infinity War, absolutely would Endgame. No, you got to put them together. You unfortunately do have to put them together, but and I will. Of course, Infinity War is stronger because it's like it's the culmination of that ten-year trip. Yeah, but event the the first Avengers did bring together several narratives. Yeah, I, I, st- I still don't see it ever becoming a classic. I I would argue Infinity uh, War uh, over Avengers. Yeah, but, because but within superhero movies, yes. No, overarching. Ugh. I think as a classic, as a film. Oh yeah, Infinity War, absolutely. Is because it, it, it brought together several stories, mm-hmm. along with well, it's still maintaining a, a relevance. Decade long story. Yeah, yeah. But you didn't have to know the story going in to right. understand and enjoy the movie. Mm-hmm. You didn't necessarily need that for the first Avengers. I feel like you needed it more for the first Avengers than mm-hmm. you would have than you would have for Infinity War. Honestly, I don't even remember the difference between any of them. They all just kind of blend. I don't know. They do. <laughs> what about Super? That was a superhero Bolty. movie. Bolty. Bolty. Oh, man. I love Bolty. That was a superhero movie. It was. What Super? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so the director of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. <gasps> James Gunn? Mm-hmm. Okay. One of his earliest movies is Super. Rain Wilson and Ellen Page and Kevin Bacon are in it. Kevin Bacon is in it. He was the bad guy. Oh my, he's a good bad guy. <laughs> he was great. Yeah. And Rain Wilson is a fry cook who kind of goes off the deep end when his wife fall, like relapses into her drug use and is kind of basically kidnapped by Kevin Bacon, who is a drug dealer in the town. And, and Bolty comes along. Well, yeah, 
Bolty does help make uh, the cr- the Crimson Bolt a thing. Rain Wilson <laughs> constructs it. <a>, like... <laughs> I love Bolty, and I shouldn't love her, but like I she's do. She's great, but she's also mm-hmm. a criminal. They're both criminals. Yeah. Rain Wilson like... ran around the town with a monkey wrench, pounding people in the fucking face for jumping in line. <laughs> I wish you had filmed my reaction. For, I know, I know, but 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 for that particular scene, Dave should watch that. You so should. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's bonkers. It's really good. Instant classic. Yes. Okay. No. To you, maybe, but not instant the world. cult classic. I'm using it sarcastically. <laughs> Instant cult classic. Because that really helped to get James Gunn, James Gunn career off the, off the road. Mm-hmm. And just, and that's what really, that's what got him. Like Slither, and eventually the Guardians movies, and Suicide Squad 2. No, it's just Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, we're not going to talk about Suicide Squad. Anyway, um, we do need to watch like the greasy strangler because that's like kind yeah. of turned into a classic 100% a classic in our little group yes but not in the world it's more like an inside joke it's a midnight movie <laughs> classic would you consider the room to be a classic unfortunately yes oh. yeah it's definitely ascendant mm-hmm. at this point it's like so bad it's good so okay let me ask you this then since we just talked about hamlet not that long ago if you were to think of <laughs> shakespeare is hamlet johnny what? <laughs> is Hamlet Johnny? Johnny. Tommy Wiseau's character in the room. Oh, no, no, no. No, I was not going there with that. I'm saying, like, how you said, like, Jane Austen is considered a classic. Obviously, Shakespeare would be, too. But if you were to, like, just pick one classic from Shakespeare, which one would it be? To be, like, the top classic. Uh, of unf- unfortunately, it would be one of his popular ones. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think... Since he wrote in two different styles, mm-hmm. comedy and tragedy, or two different themes, I guess. Well, even, could, even, yeah, in themes. Could you could you say you could pick one from each because they both have different influences for yeah. different reasons? If somebody says Shakespeare to you, what's the first play that comes to mind? Honestly, Hamlet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the first thing that comes to mind because of how complex and um, intricate it is for a play. Case. I would either go Macbeth or The Tempest. See, I, I would go with Romeo and Juliet. The Tempest, I think, is great because it's fantasy. Mm-hmm. It, it's in the it's in that vein of Midsummer's Night Dream, where it's just wild fantasy, and it's just so out of his comfort zone. In terms of classic, though, I feel like those three that we mentioned, besides The Tempest, mm-hmm. would be like the top yeah. classics of them. Um, it would be a good spectrum. Yeah. To describe mm-hmm. who Shakespeare is. Was. He's dead. <laughs> He's not dead. He just went home. <laughs> he went to the farm. <laughs> oh, who man. Shakespeare was. Look at the rabbit Shakespeare. Oh my god. Stop. Stop. <laughs> what? <Wait. laughs> Fuck that book. What? Of mice and men. Oh. Fuck that book. Yeah. Look at the rabbit Shakespeare. We're not. I don't want memes popping up, up, up on my phone again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but like, notice how like we don't talk about like Midsummer, and we don't talk about Othello, and we don't talk about um, Much Ado About Nothing. You know, like, I like Much Ado About Nothing. Huh? I like Much Ado About Nothing. You like it, yeah, but it, it's not considered a classic. You know? No, because his comedy is real hit and miss, and it's definitely of the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, a, a classic has to be something that can have impacts and can have relevancy. In, right. And in with a, Hamlet, Macbeth, and Romeo and Juliet, I yeah. think that all of that counts for that. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I feel like they all encompass little bits of both comedy and tragedy. Yes. Because you can't write strictly on tragedy without including some comedy. Well, I mean, comic relief. Is, yeah. is in you it, need a breath it's it's so funny because uh the whole scene with the grave diggers like that's yeah. that's supposed to be mm-hmm. comic relief and i told the kids that and they were like what yeah. that's supposed to be uh, funny rosencrantz and guildenstern are <laughs> yeah they're supposed relief. to be comic relief too yeah. they're, they're the so timon not. and pumbaa they're so not. hamlet world yeah. <laughs> hamlet world well that's why they got their own spinoff and yeah. they're hilarious in their spinoff i suppose 
suppose. But yeah, anyway, um, those are some classics. Or what we think are classics. <laughs> it's our BuzzFeed list of classics. <laughs> it's it's our... Watch Mojo list of classics. <laughs> Top our, ten lists. Our bachelor, bachelor degree in English list of classics. Mm-hmm. The, the Chives list of classics. And granted, we don't like all that we listed, but you know they are classics in our society. Yeah, yeah I, I, like, the, like I said with The Outsiders, I think it's bad. I get why... I get its relevancy. I understand it. I'll take that, I suppose. Um, <laughs> but, like, even with uh, Catcher in the Rye, I don't it understand. I don't, yeah, I don't... I don't get it. I don't think it has a place. I don't think it speaks to... Nope. And it's very much geared towards men. Mm-hmm. It's very much mm-hmm. like, a, like a dude's... Com- <laughs> a dude. like a Like a guy's supposed coming-of-age story. So that one I I don't understand, but no. you know it is it is a classic. So. You no, know, I'm I'm a I'm a guy and I don't like it. I'm a guy just being a dude. I'm a dude disguised as oh. a dude disguised as another dude. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Big Lebowski. That's, that's who I. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> yeah. So jo- uh, follow us on other things. If you disagree with anything we said, comment down below. Send us an email. Send us hate mail. You know, I'll get it. And I'll relate to everyone. Yeah. Except me, because I'll get upset. I won't tell you. I'll just okay. send it to Casey specifically. That's fine. Oh, good. I love hate mail. <laughs> I love hate, hate mail so much. Um, yeah. Like, subscribe, follow, Comment. share. Buy tell your, your Tell your mom. Tell your dad. No, don't tell him. Tell your sister. Tell your mom I said hi. Tell your brother. <laughs> tell your grandma. Tell your grandma I said hi. <laughs> <laughs> She's an instant classic. Okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> we'll see. we got merch. We got like her shit. Yeah, we'll see y'all next time. But seriously, for another I, classic episode of Struggle City. Tell your grandma I said hi. Oh my god, you're weird.